0: Okay. <laughs> no we don't have any tops to pop so we're being fancy it's mm. not bad mm. it's
1: still a little bit more watery than I would have hoped for but not bad I like that yeah my parents uh, my parents were rum drinkers back in the day and they used to make their own pina coladas and I couldn't find the the pina colada mix that they normally use so. <laughs> Throwing off my mojo.
0: It's really tasty, so we're probably gonna get up and get down a whole bunch during this episode. Just for drinking get pina, pina coladas. <laughs> Welcome to the nightmare box. Presenting mistakes from me. My name is Brett Bloom. I'm sitting across in the beautiful, the effervescent, the tropical Kristen Bloom.
1: I am. I am in my linen pants. I'm <laughs> on my mini vacation. Why am I on vacation, Brett?
0: Why?
1: You're supposed to answer.
0: Because it's anniversary cast.
1: Anniversary cast!
0: You may remember roughly a year ago. Or maybe exactly a year ago. Depending on when this episode comes out. Depending on
1: how consistent we are with
0: posting. (laughs) The wedding cast. Well, it's been one year. Happy anniversary, sweetheart.
1: Happy anniversary.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So we're drinking pina colada. Yeah,
1: we uh, renewed our HelloFresh coincidentally this week. Didn't really purposely plan it that way, but... uh, Yeah, we've been eating fancy meals every night so far. It's been fun.
0: It's been really fun. What all have we done? Uh, Fancy steak that I can't remember the name of? That
1: steak, which I guess is some type of sirloin cut, Mm -hmm. Um, but I've never had it. That was delicious. Yeah, I had a really nice um, shallot uh, gravy Mm -hmm. thing that went over the top of it. And uh, shoot, what did we have with it? It was green beans, shrimp, and garlic bread it was actually very tasty i <laughs> we gave HelloFresh a lot of shit back in the day for not having a lot of flavor and so far we every meal so. has been quite tasty and <laughs> we have not really tweaked them
0: no 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 typically we do because it's typically here's salt here's pepper you know imagine if there were other things but no these ones were fucking fantastic and then yesterday we did some sort of a salmon mm-hmm. uh I think dish it
1: was like an atlantic uh salmon or something yeah. but anyway um <clears throat> yeah and it had a honey mustard spread over the top super tasty
0: fuck yeah and then tonight what are we doing
1: zucchini boats they're like southwest zucchini like santa boats.
0: fe zucchini boats <laughs> and we're gonna be drinking pina coladas and we're gonna be drinking mojitos we're gonna be having a hell of a time we're gonna be watching the second resident evil because pretty soon we're gonna have to do a multiple resident evil cast but what else what's the thing what's the one we watched John Wick one through three motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you
1: think? Cause you hadn't seen
0: two and three. Yeah. yeah. I saw one, I believe in theater and I was blown away just cause how intense, you know, the shootouts were and stuff. And I really liked the story of one. Uh, the story did what they do in action movies and slowly became less interesting to me, but the action got bigger,
1: more fighty.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The action got a lot bigger. Um, but yeah, you want to talk about that for a little while? Sure.
1: Cool. Sorry, it's hard to answer. Because <laughs> I'm like, my mouth is full of ice. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah, I. because I hadn't seen any of them ever. Um,
0: we don't watch a lot of action stuff. Like, we watch a lot of dramas and the occasional comedy.
1: Yeah. A lot of people dying. Mm-hmm. So this fit him, in, in a way. Because a lot of people die. Um, yeah, I'd never seen any of them, and I heard the first one was really good um it's i would definitely say it's really good for an action movie Mm -hmm. um it became really obvious by the second movie that they were just like how many cool fight scenes can we (laughs) stick in this one movie how how much choreography (laughs) can
0: we do and they i was looking at it and they've got four and five are both set to be next so they're gonna keep going with them they should have stopped um yeah i I really loved the the Premise, you know, and uh, we're not spoiling this for fucking anybody, and we're not breaking any new ground here, but um, he loses his wife, and then people show up to steal his car, and they kill his puppy that his wife got him to be, like, his companion after she was passed away.
1: I didn't realize, um, just from the description of the movie, that she had literally just died. Like, it always made it sound like... She had been dead for a minute, and that was their dog. I didn't realize she had gifted him a dog after her mm-hmm. death, and immediately afterwards, someone killed his dog. Yeah, he had,
0: like, two good days, and then, fuck you, Russian people. You know, they show up, they kill his little hound, beagle, whatever the hell that thing was. A cutie. And reawaken the boogeyman. <laughs> and the second one, I can't tell you what it was about, but it was interesting. And then the third one, he's got a hit on his head and goes off. <laughs>
1: Well, the second one, um, they have these little talismans that you put, like, a bloody imprint of your finger Mm -hmm. in them. And then the second one, um, whatever his impossible task is that they never tell you. For him to get out of his lifestyle. Yeah. Um, he had to take a blood oath with someone, and they helped him so that he could get out to be with his wife. Mm-hmm. And then the second one, that dude shows up and like, comes calling on his oath, and he's like, yeah, I don't do that anymore. And he's like, mm, but you just killed a bunch of people, so you are back. He was yeah. like, if you hadn't come back, I wouldn't have called you on it. But he was like, I need your help. Mm-hmm. And he sends him off to Paris or somewhere to kill his sister. And then very stupidly... Plans on killing John Wick afterwards. And this is the consistent complaint I have with this movie. But the whole series? Yeah. yeah,
0: People keep pissing him off. Well,
1: people keep (laughs) asking him to kill a bunch of people for them and, like, send him on these really impossible missions where Mm -hmm. it's like, you're the only one and 500 people are coming. Good luck. Yeah. And then they betray him immediately afterwards. And it's like, he just killed all those people. You don't think he's going to kill you (laughs) next? He's just going
0: to fuck you up? Yeah. Yeah, there's always the character who, like, I've got him at gunpoint. This is over. Wait a minute. I've got to make a phone call in the next room. Let me leave the rookies with the fucking major assassin. And then he gets out and fucks everybody up some more.
1: Yeah, but I just, like... The level of inconsistency um, of the other characters that know him. Like, they know he's a deadly killing machine. They call on him to get their work done. And then they betray him and think they're going to be fine.
0: Yeah. But I really do like the world. Like, they create their own currency within the world. They've got their own rules and safe houses that are explained up front, so you're not left guessing. I mean, there are a few things they don't tell you, like his impossible task has not been revealed yet. Um but they, they establish this greater underground without ever really tapping into the real world. Like your only real world version in John Wick is before he starts breaking the concrete to get his guns back in the basement. But like the second that sledgehammer drops, we are in this completely unknown world where the alliances are kind of, you know, hit or miss. Like his best friend in the first movie is the guy who runs the chop shop. He's like, yeah, no, um, I'm not chopping John's car. do whatever you've got to do right now but I'm not going to deal with whatever John's going to deal with
1: (laughs) I like the depth to the world for sure I think it's really cool that there's different factions for one like the homeless Mm -hmm. group and then the concept of the hotel and the fact that there are other safe houses and other places that you can go to and then I like
0: that he leaves his dog in 2 and 3 at the hotel with the (laughs) Mm concierge.
1: And then I like, too, that you kind of get a taste of like people that are a bit more on the outskirts, so we mm-hmm. learn he apparently grew up in some Russian
0: yeah. His orphanage John.
1: type thing, and that lady's like a uh, like really strict matronly mm-hmm. par- or figure to the people in her little group, which I guess is how he got to be so disciplined. I don't, which it's a movie, so to some extent you have to kind of buy into yeah, the concept. Suspension of disbelief. I don't necessarily buy that there would be that many professional assassins running around (laughs) one city. There are literally hundreds of these people. (laughs) How many
0: people are needing 40 people dead at a time? What has happened to our police force?
1: How do they maintain employment? The only cop in the
0: entire city is like, hey, John, having fun? (laughs) He's
1: like, you back? He's like, Nope. (laughs) Just hilarious that even the cops are like, I am not. I'm not fucking with John Wick. <laughs> but yeah, um, I don't know how that many assassins can live in one place together and there be enough work to go around that yeah. they can survive on that as an income. <laughs>
0: well, they're doing it internationally, so I guess that makes sense, but yeah, I don't think you'd want to be like in one building that some dude could just drive a bomb up to and say, well, you know, organized crime is solved. <laughs> I, like, I think
1: which, I mean, I guess they don't want the blowback, because we've shown um, in the third film that there are, oh, in the second film, too, there are assassins in other countries yeah. as well, and areas in other countries, so I guess you don't really want the blowback of the high
0: table. <laughs> but,
1: uh, yeah, if the cops were ever, like, sick of their shit, they could just blow up the building and be like, well, that's a good chunk of them all gone Solved and blow. I know
0: you guys have rules. I don't. You know, <laughs> I'm, I'm outside the hotel rules. <laughs> president just hits it with a thermonuclear strike, just wipes it the fuck out. And says, right. could literally,
1: yeah. Like and all of them and be like, okay, dealt with that.
0: No more crime.
1: <laughs> and they're like, weird, elaborate party, like in the middle of yeah. the city.
0: <laughs> but I like, or what? Let me try to rephrase that. Um,. What I wished, and of course in the first one the dog's dead, and then he gets the pit bull at the very end of the first movie. Now I can understand what you pointed out. You don't want the pitbull running around fucking people up. Like there's the nice view of the pitbull in the movie, the way the animals are represented. Um, if you would have just been like, this is my pitbull, and my pit bull fucks shit up, then that just adds to the weight of... All the beliefs that are put on pit bulls. Yeah,
1: stereotypes.
0: yeah, but in the third one, I loved watching those shepherds go to work. Like, I wish he would have started out maybe with a shepherd so that you could just go, because they're they're cop dogs, they're Mm. guard dogs, you know, somebody that could have helped him throughout the second movie.
1: But I think, too, to some extent, that defeats the purpose of why his wife got him the dog. Like, his wife got him the dog. She wanted him to have something he could love and learn to heal. Instead of
0: going back into the world.
1: Yeah, so I think if he got, like, a vicious dog, like, I, I think it's... Kind of poetic that he got a dog that's considered yeah. stereotypically vicious, like and every breaks time he
0: an animal rescue and is like, "This is my pit bull puppy."
1: <laughs> every time the dog sees him, he's just like, "Hey, you're
0: back. <laughs> What's up? This dude? is exciting." <laughs> so, I've been, I've been hanging out with the constantly It's just staring at that motherfucker. <laughs> like, move, I dare you.
1: So, I think it probably fits in with um, what his wife wanted for him a bit better. That
0: it makes sense. I didn't think about that.
1: But yeah, the. The shepherd duo in the third movie are pretty bad. Yeah,
0: but he's just sitting there, and Halle Berry's talking to him, and the dogs are just and that on one other side. The wall. <laughs> dogs are just sitting on the other side, like, "Hey, mom. Nope, still not fucking him up. All right, I'll keep an eye on him."
1: I'm kind of sad they didn't make uh, Halle Berry's character more prominent. Like, I I didn't
0: even recognize her at first. Like, you pointed it out. and I was like, "That is fucking Halle Berry." Like, like she's because I think such a subtle entrance. It's not mm-hmm. like the fanfare that she typically gets where you're like, oh, there's the bitch. She, she's oh, back. that's Halle Berry. <laughs> um,
1: but no, like, I, I find it disappointing, which I get if they like live in that universe. They have rules and you don't want to be excommunicated. And yeah, have
0: excommunicante. It,
1: <laughs> and then have a hit out on your own head. I find it kind of disappointing, though, that we establish in all three movies that John has relatively close friends mm-hmm. and none of them are really willing to go to bat for him. Like... He well, he's saved. the one who
0: fucks shit up. <laughs>
1: well, but I mean, like, none of them really even extend, like, real kindness towards him. Like, his chop shop friend tells him where his car is at, but that's about it. Yeah. And, like, that's probably the closest thing he has to a friend and his chop shop friend takes his car to repair it, but we don't see the car again, so I don't know if that's going to come back in later. Mm-hmm. Um... But, like, he's got... Well, I guess, no. The uh, Character William Defoe played in the first movie. I guess he does kind of yeah, follow him around. Yeah, he had his around. ass. <laughs> yeah, he did kind of follow him around and make sure he didn't get in trouble. So, I guess maybe he did. But, like, Halle Berry's character, like, obviously has some resentment towards him. But he has a blood oath, blood oath with her because he saved her daughter's life. Yeah. And she... Like, literally leaves him in the desert and doesn't give him any water or anything. (laughs) Like, she's, like, kind of mean to him. Like, I would have liked to have seen, like, a little more camaraderie with these people that he's had, like, close relationships with. Was there an
0: explanation to the Defoe character why he...
1: They were good friends. They were just good friends.
0: Because even if you think about the help that Defoe's character gives to John Wick, um, it's technically knowing how to shoot within an inch of his head without actually hitting him to wake him up. (laughs) instead, Where he could have just, like, watched the door and been like, good night.
1: Well, he saves
0: him,
1: too. That's what Um, I'm saying,
0: is he could have just shot the people that came in to kill him instead of shooting his pillow. (laughs) I
1: think think that would be breaking the hotel rules because he's killing someone in the hotel. Tracking. Um, But he saves um, him whenever he's... uh, Like, being held hostage in the warehouse and they're about to kill him. Mm -hmm. he saves him then. Like, he shoots the dude that's holding him hostage. Um. But, yeah, he's the only character that really, like, sticks up for him. And, yeah, they don't really go into depth about what their relationship is. And, like, he. I can't remember what information they're trying to get from him. But they, like, torture him. Yeah. And he dies without giving up whatever it was they wanted. Um. I think they're asking where John is or something. I don't remember. But, um. Yeah, it's kind of, like, even the hotel manager dude, like, seems to think very highly of John, and in the end, instead of being like, let's just all go back to normal, it like, yeah. turns on John, and I'm like, that's kind of disappointing.
0: I, 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 I agree, and it does lose me around the third movie, I mean, the fight sequences are fucking brilliant, he kills a guy with a book, like, <laughs> like it, it gets absurd at some parts, but then you get the dogs, and the dogs are really cool, um... I wonder if there is something to be said about, like, we don't dive into his history because we're only supposed to know John post-losing his wife. So, like, these relationships aren't important to the character that we are supposed to be following. If you want that information, there needs to be a prequel. What was the boogeyman? But it, it having that nickname for somebody so unassuming at the beginning... Um. I like that they don't tell us what got us here. But at the same time, because of the nature of the film, I feel like this is just Matrix 7. <laughs> yeah. Neo has taken on the life of John Wick, and he's now like, just leave me alone, man. I don't want to be the one. Fine, I'll be the one. No, I'm not flying anymore. I know that was stupid. Going back to shooting people like the lobby sequence.
1: So we have that moment, too, in the third movie where the dude shoots Hallie's dog... And you can see she's like, I'm going to kill this dude. And John's like, don't do it. Like, it's not worth it. And so, like, I would think there would be some repercussion for her action. She killed her old boss and a whole bunch of other people. So someone at some point is going to come for her. So I would have thought her and John would have gone off in the desert together and, like, kind of teamed up for a while. So it's kind of bummed that she's just like, fuck you. I'm going back home. (laughs) You've
0: complicated things.
1: I feel like she complicated shit for herself too. So I was like, Oh, they're going to team up. And then she just ditches them. It's like, that sucks. (laughs) (laughs) I wanted more.
0: I, I, I thought I would have more to say about it. Honestly, I was like, I really liked the world. And then I was like, I did really get stupid by the third movie. (laughs) I mean, the
1: the fights were well choreographed, but I mean, it felt like you were watching a choreographed fight. Yeah. Like it was like, we timed these moves out.
0: Well, what impresses, me the most, I think about it, and Keanu Reeves. Um, I, I, I think he's beloved as a person in America. Like everybody loves Keanu, it's hard not to love Keanu. Whoa, whoa! Which they purposely had people say around him, but he never says himself throughout the entirety of the film. Um, but the the depth of like all that training that was in the um, the behind the scenes stuff. Like, he's just clacking off at the gun range, fucking hitting all the steel targets, and then he's taking judo for, like, six months. Um, Is a real dedication to the craft. I mean, you've got, like, your Jason Statham type guys, but I believe he was former Special Forces. I think so. I think he was SAS. Um, But, yeah, and he was, like, a Taekwondo champion or some shit like that, but Keanu does not have pre- you know, probably the he probably learned a bunch of shit for the Matrix back in the 90s, and I would imagine kept that, but doesn't have like this. He was a Olympic kickboxer, you know, or he was a former spe- I mean, he was in I'm not gonna say that because that's the wrong movie. I confused him for Ashton Kutcher, almost said he was in Dude, Where's My Car? Yeah. he was in uh, Bill and Ted's okay. Excellent Adventure. That's- <laughs> all the Bill and Ted's, all There's the Bill no and Ted's, um, but he's got like this this beautiful. I'm going to use the word again. A beautiful range as far as like things that we know him from. Of course we know him from the Matrix. He's forever the one. You know, like you're not going to ever be able to separate the Matrix from him. But he's also that guy in the cool video where the lady backs into his motorcycle and he goes, I'll make you a deal. If it runs, I'll just leave.
1: <laughs> well, I think that's probably the most interesting thing about him. He's mm-hmm. not... He's not a bad actor. He's definitely not, like, the best actor you've ever seen.
0: Really but, good and devil's advocate.
1: But, like, that's a consistent thing I feel like people have heard about him is that he's very dedicated. Like, he'll go above mm. and beyond, like, trying to learn whatever skill he needs to know for whatever he's working on. And he's super nice. Yeah. And it's like, I don't know. Like, well, even if the movie's kind of, like, meh at some places, I'm like, well, he's cool. He's a cool Keanu. dude. <laughs> Is it a movie called Blake House that I like?
0: Yeah, no, and that's what I'm, I think I'm getting at is like, we've got this guy that the American public views, and I've got no reason to doubt that that's actually how he is, is this really mild-mannered, polite guy, you know, dedicated dude, and then we turn him into a professional assassin, And so it kind of... It's like when they put the comedians in the dramatic roles. Like, we take... Except it's not just his past history, because he's been all over the place. He was Neo. So, like, we... We're accepting him from the zeitgeist as a good dude. It's not like when Robin Williams moves from... Or when Jim Carrey moves from comedy to drama. You know? um, Pre-ayahuasca experience, Jim Carrey... He was beloved, but he was beloved for his movies. Like, we didn't know a lot about his personal life or how he was, you know, on a day-to-day. Keanu, we just get videos of him, like, on the subway, just hanging out.
1: (laughs) I think that's part of the reason I didn't like that two-star that we did that he was in. Mm. Because, like, I will say, which, granted, he had done The Matrix already, so it's not completely far-fetched. But I will say, like, if someone said, super assassin movie... First person that comes to mind is not Keanu. Yeah. Um, so it's a it's an odd casting choice, even for John Wick. But he does a really good job at it. It's like, brilliant
0: because now I can't imagine anybody else in that <laughs> part.
1: Yeah. I, I don't like the only parts in the movie that I don't really like is um, when they're like, are you pissed off? And he's like, yeah, I'd say I'm pissed off. Cause it feels a <laughs> yeah, bit, I'd
0: say I'm back.
1: <laughs> yeah, it feels a bit cliche, like those lines. I'm like, oh, come on. Can we yeah. Can Yeah, it's like Rambo
0: 4. <laughs> but, um...
1: Like, it was a solid casting choice, and, like, the character John Wick still is motivated by, like, justice. Mm-hmm. So, like, he's still, like, even though he's killing all these people at heart, a decent person, and he would still, like, go to war for the people he cares about. That two-star movie that I can't think of. uh...
0: Where the two chicks try to fuck him fuck him and then torture him for fucking them. yeah yeah so i don't
1: i hate that movie and i hate that keanu agreed to do it because his character the whole
0: time it felt like keanu was like doing a favor though like he was like i know <sighs> wink wink <laughs> but
1: like, granted to be fair the bat the real real bad guys of the story are the two chicks that are manipulating yeah. him. but at the same time his character's kind of an ass to mm-hmm. and i'm just like oh, why did you agree to do this movie <laughs> you look like such a tool and i hated that movie and I, like, I think the whole time it was because it's like, come on, Keanu, this isn't you.
0: Because he can't be separated from the zeitgeist uh, of what America views as Keanu fucking Reeves. Like,
1: Keanu's not the bad guy. He doesn't yeah. cheat on his wife. He's a <laughs> really
0: nice person. Like I can't view him as anything but a really humble person. That's interesting. I don't quite know if that's ever really... I mean, I'm sure it has, and I'm just... Making declarative statements. <laughs> I don't know uh, very many others where that is true. You know, even with Robin Williams, we love Robin Williams um, in America. Um, for a lot of his dramatic roles and some of his comedies, his stand ups are a little hit and miss depending on who you're talking to because he's viewed by some as a joke thief and as like a, a hack comedian but i enjoy live at the met like it still makes me giggle um
1: is that the one about his kid
0: the, the one that ends about his kid Fuck it. yeah fuck it <laughs> you know like the those are still really fun for me um but his transition again was because of his talent you know like uh, robin williams wise so he does these massively dramatic roles. He does Goodwill Hunting and all the others. Um, has a couple of comedy films, but even the comedy films have like a dramatic punch like your Patch Adams. Um, and then we see him in a dramatic film and it throws us off because he used to be the funny guy. But until damn near his suicide, like he wasn't this... Oh, that's Robin Williams just being nice on the subway. Whereas the opposite is true with Keanu. So it's, we 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 know him as a country, but we don't know him simultaneously. Am I making any sense? Pina coladas. <laughs> <you> like them? <laughs> I like them. They're <laughs> freaking tasty. This is what's gonna turn me into a daytime drunk. I like it.
1: <laughs> Switching to mojitos afterwards. <laughs> All the room.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah, no, it does make sense. And I think.
0: Can you think of somebody else like that where
1: their life has been more prolific than their career? Yeah. Um,
0: like Joan Rivers, maybe.
1: But I don't because of her, looked at her as like a nice of her person. Red carpet
0: appearances. Well, I'm not <laughs> saying because they're nice. I'm just saying like their personality off screen is bigger than almost everything. Cause, I mean, it's
1: like The Rock, maybe.
0: The Rock is a great example. Because I couldn't tell his, you five his, movies he's in. His, I know I've seen them. Oh, well, he does <laughs> all these
1: really terrible, like, cheesy family movies. Yeah, it's movies. just him and
0: Kevin Hart being cool. <laughs> but,
1: uh, apparently, I don't follow him on Instagram, but apparently his Instagram was <laughs> pretty funny. Yeah. Like, he'll post, like, what he eats in a day on his cheat days, and it's Mm -hmm. literally, like, five pizzas, three burgers. Yeah, a
0: thing of, like, 20 pancakes. Yeah.
1: he's like, an ungodly meal on his one cheat day he gets. (laughs) I (laughs) follow
0: him on his Facebook page, and I know that, like, his gate got stuck, and he had a really important appointment, so he just went out there and ripped the gate open so that he could drive out. (laughs) He was like, I had to Hulk mode my gate so I could make it on time.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, maybe, because he's, he's a, in his own way, not necessarily because he's like, I mean, I, not that he's not a yeah. nice person, I've heard that he's like nice too, but um, he's, a, yeah, in his own way, I think kind of America's sweetheart, just because of like... I think people would vote for The to Rock
0: to be president.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Yeah,
0: without a doubt in my goddamn mind. Or at
1: least the governor of California. governor of California. Did, <laughs> we've done
0: that before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it's interesting. But um, there are no writers like that. No writers where you're like that dude was just a really cool dude. And turns out he does some awesome poetry. Like the exact opposite is true. Like they found out Bukowski was a...
1: raging alcoholic. Yeah, they
0: found out Bukowski was a brilliant poet. (laughs) Like who's that angry fuck who's always like talking shit at the post office? And it's like oh he's uh, he wrote Ham on Rye. It's.
1: (laughs) I think actors are about the only profession where. That really can be true, because it's one of the few professions in the world where the public obsesses over your personal life.
0: Because of the tabloids and shit?
1: Yeah, well, in general, too. I think, I don't know, I think because they're who we're seeing on screen, because like if you're reading a book or like looking at a painting yeah. or whatever, you can associate personal images or personal... References to whatever you're looking at. So, like, if you're reading a book, even if the author describes the character a certain way, you're kind of imagining mm-hmm. what you see that character as. Um, yeah, you
0: fill in the missing spaces. Yeah, like unless you're Stephen King, you're not explaining the dimensions of the cheekbone. You know, so I have to fill in the facial structure.
1: Yeah, and I think even um, that was a debate that they had, um, which this is a weird aside about Hermione's character in Harry Potter because. Mm-hmm jk rowling never specifies that she's white she mentions that she has frizzy hair and like some vague characteristics about her and Mm -hmm. we just assume um i guess because of the movies or whatever reason you know she's white and then they did a live play and they cast an african-american girl to play Mm -hmm. her and people were like so mad about it
0: why do people get mad about that that shit cracks me up especially with cartoon stuff yeah and (laughs) they were
1: (laughs) They were mad because they did a, a new, I don't know if it was a play or a movie of Ariel and they made Ariel black too. And it's like, who cares? Yeah. Like seriously, does it change the story at all? Um, but, yeah, there were people, like, going back and pointing back, like, if you read the vague description mm-hmm. of Hermione in Harry Potter, she could realistically very easily be a black girl. Yeah. Like, the description's very vague, and, like, the characteristics could go either way.
0: Is it weird that I... I I agree 100%, like, as far as race goes, it, it doesn't matter. You get the best person to play that role, that person plays that role. At the same time, I hate it when they take a classic film and this is the example that comes immediately to mind the ghostbusters movie where they have now an entirely female cast and it's like you don't have female bill murray wait until you have female bill murray and then we can talk but like why why just remake it for the sake of making it like a woman cast
1: i think i have mixed feelings about it Um, i
0: know it's not a popular opinion so like I, i would love to have the discussion yeah
1: um, I was going to go somewhere else with the uh, Hermione thing, though, so can I finish that really <laughs> yeah, yeah, quick and then we'll do this? Sorry, I'm drinking. Um, so I think the reason why we kind of larger-than-life actors is because you don't have that room to envision what you see in your own mind's eye, mm-hmm. like what's on the screen is what's on the screen. So then when you um, have feelings like that associate familiar feelings with whatever yeah. the character's going through. Like, if the character's really sad about something, that you're like, oh, like, I've been really sad about that before you form kind of a connection with that person in With particular. that actor. That's why yeah. they
0: fall into the, oh, I'm the goofy guy, or I'm the sad guy. Yeah. yeah. So I, I think... Character hmm. actor, is that what it is? Where they get stuck in the...
1: Oh, yeah, character actors, yeah, for sure. Um, but I, I think that's why we kind of, like... Um, than obsess over what kind of person is Keanu, like, in his yeah. day-to-day life, because it's like, oh, I saw that movie, and i really connected with him, and is he like that in real life? So It's
0: like how the English look at the royals.
1: Yeah, yeah, very yeah. much, because, like, they're, they are your literal public figure, so then you kind of obsess about more intimate mm-hmm. details about who they are, and I think that's why it's not true of writers or directors or anyone else other than actors, because yeah. someone's not reading your work and going, Brett wrote this, they're going... I feel the way that character feels. Well,
0: maybe that is the true genius of Misery by Stephen King, is he creates a fan who's obsessed with the author themselves. Mm -hmm. But it's also interesting when it goes sour in that regard, whereas, like, I don't want to get into a whole, like, Me Too movement conversation about all the actors that got shut down, but Kevin Spacey is never going to have his name up in lights the way that his acting deserves, because now we know this... He's a
1: bit of an ass. (laughs) He's
0: a bit of a dickhead. (laughs) What he actually did aside, his reaction to it solidified. Well, fuck that guy. Now I can never watch The Usual Suspects again. (laughs) Seven's one of my favorite movies. I have not watched it since the Spacey debacle.
1: Well, see, my my opinion on that... We're bouncing all over the place. We're drinking rum drinks. (laughs) My opinion on that is you don't have to, I think, write off the person's work. Like... There's a lot of controversy over michael jackson and i love michael jackson's music i don't think moving forward i think that's the important distinction if this person has truly done something wrong and we as a society recognize that that's wrong especially if that person's not willing to kind of make amends for their wrongs, that's what fucked me up about
0: the spacey thing is then he made all those weird videos where like he he was was still pretending yeah he was still pretending to be like the guy from house of cards Mm. and he goes i'll be back you know i'll be back yeah It's like, dude, just sit down, shut the fuck up, do a Louis C.K. Sit there, go, you're right, I fucked up.
1: Yeah, (laughs) yeah, I think if you genuinely see the wrong in what you've done and you try to make amends, like, we should have grace for learning and, like, trying to evolve. Um, But I think if you've done wrong and you don't care and you don't care that you've hurt other people, I think moving forward is the important distinction. So... I'm fine with watching Seven. I'm not inviting Kevin Spacey to the next awards show, though. You know, like, he's not hosting anything in the future. He's not doing whatever. I'm not hiring him to work for my company because Mm -hmm.
0: he's
1: turned out to be a bit of an ass. Yeah, and if he
0: puts out another movie, like, I'd be really hesitant to even go see, like, his return.
1: Yeah, so I, I think based it's,
0: on his reaction, not even the uh, accusations. Yeah. <laughs> based on his, you know, basically sticking the finger in America's face, like we trusted you, and he's more or less like, "Well, you shouldn't have fucking trusted me."
1: So I think it's, I think culturally, that's a bit more important. Like moving forward, we're mm-hmm. like, do we want to um, endorse this kind of behavior? I don't think you have to. Which I know some people will disagree. I don't think you necessarily have to write off everything that's ever happened yeah. because you can still enjoy. A thing that that person did yeah. when you still respected If you don't do the person. little shoulder
0: thing to beat it, then you're not human. If you've never done the thriller dance post-accusation, <laughs> you're not human. <laughs> like,
1: um, remaking stuff, though, for the sake of having a female yes. cast. Um, I have mixed feelings about it. I have not seen the new Ghostbusters. Like,
0: they never made Sisterhood of the Traveling Boy Pants or whatever. You know, like, I'm not comparing is, Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants to Ghostbusters. That would be ridiculous. This is
1: the distinction, though. Um, I don't necessarily think you need to redo an idea that exists, per se. Maybe the better route is to kind of create a new idea. Instead of completely redoing Ghostbusters, mm-hmm. maybe they could have been the children of the first group Yeah. and gone that route and just done a new movie. Like Bill
0: Murray was my dad. Yeah. yeah.
1: Um, I think for me culturally the reason stuff like this matters though and i don't think it's just um for women i think it's minorities and stuff Mm -hmm. too is sisterhood of the traveling pants for instance because you brought it up is kind of a silly um rom-com ish movie and
0: but it's a coming of age tale. yeah it
1: is it is a coming of age tale, and these women are kind of learning about themselves but it is still kind of like to some extent i feel like boxing in what women are capable of like Mm -hmm. women still don't get to be these really like prolific characters it's still just teenagers kind of out there exploring themselves Mm -hmm. and i feel like with ghostbusters um i think it's important for moving forward culturally young girls or Mm -hmm. um, people that are in minority groups to feel empowered like i don't think as a child i would have necessarily been like Oh, I could be a really successful scientist, you yeah. know? And there is a character that's kind of a nerdy scientist character in Ghostbusters. Or, oh, I could go fight bad guys and kick butt and really mm-hmm. be, like, strong and badass. And I don't think women... um In the past, at least, anyway. It's gotten better. Yeah, there was some shit
0: in the 90s. Yeah. It was all dudes. Didn't
1: have, like, role models like that to look up to. Like, yeah, there's always a leading lady in almost every movie, but she's just the love interest. And, Mm -hmm. like, what she does for a living and what she wants and what she desires isn't really that important. Because
0: you don't really get, like, your, you know, kind of hopping back to the John Wick. Like, you don't really get your badass assassin character. And this is maybe a huge overstatement. But in my memory... Until you get Angelina Jolie in Salt in, like, 2012, where she is the badass assassin. She's not the love interest. She doesn't have a love interest. She's That's just it. a Evil killer. was kill first, didn't it? Yeah, that was it, too.
1: So, yeah, um, Alice, yeah. I think, was probably one of the first major examples of that. That's
0: interesting. We, um, we're in the middle of watching it, and that <laughs> yeah. one didn't even come to mind. I was, yeah.
1: Yeah, because she's the lead character in pretty much the entire series, and... Um,
0: Claire who
1: they introduced later ends up being like her best friend and I think Claire is like pretty mm-hmm. pretty uh, badass herself and Claire has a brother and Claire's brother is kind of the side character yeah um
0: it's yeah. interesting I didn't even <laughs> think about
1: <laughs> we literally Resident just Evil watched it
0: being like a a, a a huge like empowering women's film
1: but in the like video that. game yeah in the first one is the only character you can play as a dude, or do they still give you Claire as an option? In the I first think one? Claire's
0: an option, but don't quote me. Uh, the reason Kristen is asking me this question is I am replaying the Resident Evil games. I've bought the remake of Resident Evil 2, I'm loving it. I'm definitely played as the dude. But. <laughs> I think but I might go back and play as the chick. I'm not averse to playing as the chick, but I know that it's harder to play as the chick because I think you have to follow after the male character and you are very limited on supplies. So you not? have to be smarter to be the woman in Resident Evil. Tomb Raider. Tomb Raider. Why
1: didn't we think of Tomb Raider? Why that the came fucking first. Laura Croft. Yeah, that came first, I think, even before Resident Evil. Um, which I don't, I think that's fine. <laughs> There's still a little bit left. Um <laughs> I think if you're a dude and you want to play the dude character, that's totally fine. It bugs me that um, I feel like until more recently that oh, Scully, the X Files. Jesus, we're forgetting a lot of really cool people.
0: Um, you're you're losing your own point right now. You keep going further and further back because like it seems like X-Files. there's been a lot of badass bitches, you know? It's like Silence of the Lambs, Clarice Starling. Uh, yeah, she's the main character. She's yeah, a badass.
1: But I, I think Hannibal really kind of.
0: Steals them. Oh, it's Anthony fucking Hopkins.
1: Oh, I feel like he kind of manipulates. Like, she doesn't really solve the case without him. Like, she's the one who physically goes and fights Buffalo Bill, but he's the one who tells her where to go. Yeah,
0: he's pulling the strings.
1: Yeah, so she doesn't really control her own interactions either. Any
0: of the Halloween movies?
1: Yeah. (laughs) Um. And Nancy. (laughs) From Nightmare. Mm Mm-hmm. Um. Shit, I was going to say something.
0: I've lost my train of thought. Mom? From Friday the 13th, part one? <laughs> <laughs> what? What? I'm just going back to the 70s going, there's always been bad bitches. Like, I'm completely shooting your point. No, <laughs> oh,
1: but there's only like one or two, or there's like ten male yeah. characters. Uh, but it's no. not like
0: the Hunger Games, where it's like, now, is that kind of what you're talking Like that level of representation of you've got this, like, leading female who kicks ass, takes names...
1: I don't think the Hunger Games is a good example either, because she is kind of reliant on a lot of the male characters in her life. Like, her character is very emotionally unstable. Like, she's physically out there fighting, but her character is very emotionally unstable. Um, But no, like, I I think if you're playing video games or whatever, that's totally fine. Play the dude character if the dude character is an option. I'm going to play the chick character if the chick character is an (laughs) option um i just wish there were more options like a lot of the time when you're playing a video game you have to play the dude or a lot of the time the hero in the movie is the dude and the chick's kind of the side piece and i'm not saying it needs to all be movies where the dude's the side and piece. Resident so why can't Evil, we be equals? Yeah, and
0: Resident Evil 2, when you play as Leon, at a certain point, Leon gets shot in the shoulder. You play as the female FBI agent for a little bit. And it's the first time in the game she shrugs off her trench coat to reveal, like, a skimpy, skimpy red thing with, like, you know, thigh-high boots. And it's like, okay, so I guess this is how we're fighting crime. My guy had a bulletproof vest on. <laughs> and
1: that's how Alice's character is. And, like, nerd moment, like, I used to play... Um, I didn't do it, like, a ton, but I used to, like, play uh, World of Warcraft whenever I was mm-hmm. younger. And, like, even, like, the armor that the women wore was, like, basically a bra and a yeah. skirt. I hope i don't
0: get shot in the tits today.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's like, forget about all the important organs in the middle. Yeah. Like, I guess we don't need to protect those. But, um, yeah, no, it's just, like, I feel like... And I'm not, like, hardcore feminist It needs to swing the other way, where the dude's the side character and the woman needs to be all in charge, but, like, X-Files... nice
0: to have it from time to time.
1: Well, it'd just be yeah. nice to have a bit more equal representation. Like, X- X-Files is a great example. Like, Mulder and Scully, like, very much relied on each other. They're, like, there were mm-hmm. times, because I think he went through, like, a mental breakdown, because they had, like, a weird encounter, and it really fucked up, like, his mind, because... Yeah. The question of the X-Files the whole time is do aliens exist? And then, like, shit gets crazy and she has to be the strong character. But there's definitely, like, episodes where he's the one who saves her and there's, like, a give and take of they need each other. And then I think there's, like, a bit where he's on leave and she's having to do everything by herself. And, like, you can tell that, like, she misses his character being Mm -hmm. there and, like, having his help. So it's, like, I just...
0: Like, it's a love interest, but it's not, like, the point of the relationship. Yeah, the point
1: is, like, their partnership... Like, actually in the field, and they're like, level of trust is like, I know if shit goes wrong, you've got my back. Yeah. And it's mutual. Like, he doesn't respect I her. Got you, babe. <laughs> like, he doesn't respect her less because he's a woman. He's like, if anybody's going in there with me, it's Scully. Yeah. Like, no one else is coming with me.
0: <laughs> That's interesting. I. I uh, going back to, like, the original thing with the Ghostbusters and that type of uh, deal, I guess it. it, it Maybe I picked the wrong movie to like try to try to make that point, but like you, you, know, you explained it brilliantly. I just feel like when you do that,
1: I it think- does a
0: disservice to the sequel that you're trying to make because it, it feels a little too on the nose. Um, but it also makes me feel the way because Ghostbusters is like an iconic fucking comedy. If they ever tried to make The Godfather again with literally any human being. I would be furious. It's like it's not Al Pacino. It, it could be a male or a female. We can tell The Godfather from Kay's perspective. I don't give a shit. We'll name it Godfather for You know, this is Kay's version of this entire story. I'm completely fine with it. But if you ever try to remake The Godfather, I think I'm going to hurt somebody.
1: Well, I think it's for me, which we've talked about this a bit before. Uh, ooh, hiccups. Too much rum. Never um, enough rum. I think for me, it's just more that remaking a movie for the sake of remaking it feels lazy
0: yeah it feels cheap
1: um and i I think that's with any regard if you're just remaking it because you're like well i think i could put a new spin on it you Mm -hmm. know it's like or you could just make a new thing so i give you that i I think if they were going to do a female ghostbusters it should have been like Turns out they all had daughters, yeah, you know? Yeah, that
0: or if they would have just used, like, the highest caliber female comedians, like, I would have been right there. But it's like, you have Bill Murray, so who is socially... What's a matter of the opinion,
1: th- though? Would you really say, out of all the comedians of that time frame, Bill Murray was the highest caliber? But no, but Bill Murray was else?
0: in that role. Yeah. <laughs> What you saying? That's a of well, Canadian. it's it's like no, it's it's a matter of fact. What's um, like <laughs> well, someone did think
1: those female comedians
0: were the best of the best for their I, time? Do you know any of their names? Okay, I haven't watched uh, that. but it's like Willy Wonky and the Willy Wonky, <laughs> Willy Willy Wonky and the Chocolate Factory. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm, I'm coming out to you guys as Canadian. Um, don't touch Gene Wilder. Don't yeah. don't do that. No. You're not Gene Wilder, Johnny Depp. No. The Brett Bloomstone. We
1: should go make food. I'm hungry. All right. We're cutting this one short, guys. What is it? Where are we at? 43. Oh, it'll be all right. It's my anniversary. Fuck you.
0: These are still coming out. I promise you. We got a bunch of them that'll drop before this one. And this whole point is moot, as they say. Uh, What are we making? We're making Zucchini.
1: Southwest zucchini,
0: Southwest zucchini stuff. I'm drinking more rum. We're getting hammered. We're watching Resident Evil Part 2, uh, Apocalypse, and then we'll talk to you about those movies uh, probably a week from now. I love you, sweetheart. Love you. And I love you guys. And we will talk to you whenever the fuck we feel like